We have a dream. We have a voice. This is the Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin Touch, and we are the, the Anchor, Anchor Nation. Nation. Hello, Anchor Nation. This is KT, Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio. And we're back with another episode of the Anchor Nation podcast, episode 44 with Richard Hunter. I had a problem today. Uh, just a real side note, I couldn't get the other interview up due to privacy constraints. Uh, I respect people's privacy on this show. And Rich was uh, very kind enough to give me his time to be on the show. And this will be the first, second live interview ever since episode one where we did it live and it's published on the same day. If the quality is a little bit rushed, I understand. But it was a great time. I thought it was a great. Rich did a great job. And here comes Richard Hunter, episode 44. Hello, Anchor Nation. This is Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio, and we're back with another episode of the Anchor Nation podcast, episode 44 with Richard Hunter. And without further ado, let Rich introduce himself. Hi, man. This is uh, Richard Hunter here. Um, I am uh, the owner of the, the Fit Hut. Um, which you can find at thefithook.com, which is an, an online sportswear store uh, specializing in um, gym equipment. And we have some running equipment uh, gear on there as well, as long as some uh, really cool cycling gear for you guys to check out. Um, so, yeah, nice to be on here. I'm absolutely chuffed. I'm ready to go. Um, brimming full of fun. Let's do <laughs> right. it. Let's do it, Rich. Can't wait to get And thank you for uh, coming on for short notice, too. I appreciate that. Yeah. Question one, how do you use social media to promote your message of the Fit Hut? Uh, yeah, well, what I like to use social media for is first and foremost uh, is engage on a personal level with people and really try and find out a little bit about who my customers are and, and who the people are behind those profiles that you see popping up on Instagram, like Johnny Like This and Sarah uh, commented on that and find out who they are and sort of um, what I'm looking to do is obviously engage with people in increase my brand awareness and promote my store, of course, is sort of paramount to me, but I'm looking to bring value to people at the same time. So whenever you follow the fit hook, some one of the first things that you'll notice is that there'll be some sort of, I'll, I'll get in touch with you and it won't be an instant message because I don't like to automate because right. I find that very impersonal. Um, so what I'll do is I'll engage in some way and create that, that conversation will be my, my sort of initial way that I'm using it. Um, obviously, I mentioned Instagram. That, that's really my, my, my main go-to. Um, and what I'm doing also is I'm creating a lot of regular content. And the way I'm doing that is trying using a bit of software just for ease and to sort of time save more than anything, which I'll get onto later. Um, but just to give people a flavor, the sort of things I am using um, is an app called Later, an app called Social Hashtags, an app called Legend, one called Cartoon Photo, Repost, Regrand, and Later. Uh, so yeah, there's quite a lot going on. So there's a lot behind the scenes of, of what I'm trying to do on there. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I think with technology improving and enhancing, then there's more tools for Instagram or Twitter, yeah. all these tools you have to just come with the times, and especially with your online business. And we'll, yeah, like you said, we won't get into that for a minute. But question two, other than the uh, online business, is there any else with your current occupation? What else do you do other than just the business? Yeah, so I'm, I'm a PE teacher full-time, so I teach physical education at a secondary school over here in northeast of England. Um, so that is obviously a really hectic workload as it is um, so obviously other than that um is my my the fit hut um which i'm trying to do sort of on a night time when i find the time to do that and at the same time i'm also trying to 
I do a little bit of social media management for another company based in the Northeast as well. And I sort of work as a, a little bit of a VA for those and trying to sort of promote their presence as well. Um, on the side of that, obviously, I, I find one of my main occupations is, is trying to remain a good father and a good husband. Um, so trying to find the time to do all that is a, it's, it's a job in itself at times. That's a great point. I think uh, with being a physical ed teacher in England and managing time management would be a key. But just a real quick follow-up. Would, would you say doing all those things help you keep in a great time frame and a great set of mind to be more organized in events and handle uh, kids running around all day? Does that help you stay young and stay fit while doing it? <laughs> yeah, I like to think so. Either that or it ages me immensely. I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, it could be one or the other, mate, to be honest. Uh, it is it is busy. I am always around sort of physical activity and wellness, which I, I do, like. I think is massively undervalued by society in general in terms of sort of government strategies and especially the way the English school system is at the minute. It's massively undervalued. Like time for kids to do physical education is being cut rather than expanded when there's so many right. sort of links through, scientific, through science to the benefits of it. Um, but yeah, it does help me to sort of keep my mind fresh and active, but it's just, I, I feel like sort of my life is sort of a quite a environment a lot of the time. I feel, I feel definitely, definitely with the physical education part, yeah, they're trying to cut down recess time and all these times and it's important yeah. to keep our body healthy and make sure the young do the same thing when they get older, they yeah. don't have to worry about any problems for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's um, just sort of like sort of the, the links to sort of mental health, and obviously over the last sort of few years, mental health's become a lot more to the forefront. Um, and there's a lot to be said for the links between physical activity and, and keeping that healthy frame of mind, and and keeping yourself sort of away from depression and mental illness and all the rest of it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think it's important too, just to remember when you do all these things, you keep the time in. Although it could be stressful on your day, it's worth it at the end of the day because of your passion. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely. Yeah, so at the minute, like I'm trying to obviously um, want to cram in a bit of fitness myself. So as soon as the, the wife and baby leave in the morning, she's a teacher as well. I'm sort of straight up to work and there's a group of us. I'm sort of running a, like a little a little sort of well-being thing where we're all doing like hit sessions in the morning <laughs> as well. Just trying to fit that in before the kids get into school. So it's it's manic and it's busy and I get sort of gassed by Wednesday and Thursday, but it's all good. Absolutely. Yeah. As long as you keep yourself young, keep yourself healthy, enjoy it. Good thing yeah, to work definitely. out for sure, for sure. But question for you, back to that online uh, store. How has having an online store helped with your message to clients to have more attention for the products? Yeah, it's it's given us a sort of a way to just relate a lot more on like a on a whole different level than whatever I thought before I started this out. At the start of this start of this when I thought about how I was going to go about it, and I'm thinking about obviously trying to sell the product, and what I didn't think about which I think about so much now, is interacting with the customer. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you want that customer not only to sort of interact with you and buy once, but also to come back and to share your message and to sort of be a part of the brand. Like the way I think in the, thinking about it, I am like, why would they buy anything off me? They don't know who I am. I'm a new company. Why would they buy off me supposed to a sort of a bigger national brand? You know what I mean? So it's allowed me to, to talk to customers a lot more. And as I said earlier, I'm always trying to bring them value. So I'm looking for ways to help them to grow in whatever whatever they're doing as well. 
and that's in a whole whole other range of things because obviously everyone's got their own thing going on. A lot of the people that I've talked to are sort of doing charity events or they are like running marathons for certain courses to be able to to sort of bring a bit of value to them to um, to promote their causes and, and, and their life situations as well. That's a good point. I think having more of that individual base and keeping that in, in connection is important. Now, I would do follow-up. I think question four will answer this question four. What are some challenges with running an online store and e-commerce market? And then I'll, I think I'll get to the follow-up question in this question. But what are some challenges of just the online store market in general and the e-commerce market for you? Um, I think a lot of it, a lot of what you see, um, obviously, like entrepreneurship, seen a massive boom right. in what people sort of think is entrepreneurship. And I don't like to at all call myself an entrepreneur because I've in no way made like any sort of waves in that market to call myself that. But everyone's so quick to try and sell you a course right. on how to do this and how to do that and how to run an easy Shopify store and how to make 20 grand in your first three weeks. And it's just not realistic. So I think the key thing I found is trying to wade through the wealth of bad advice um, from people like, well, you've got gurus on there. And you've got you've got your big name entrepreneurs. And I know they've been successful in their own right. But whenever you see their ads and things, they're trying to sell you something. They're making a lot of their millions off you wanting to, to, to sort of be more like them, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, it's, it's trying to get through that and try and find the good advice. And then when you find it, trying to sort of execute on that. So I, I actually spend a lot of time watching things and, and talking sort of the same way I interact with customers, trying to interact with some of the smaller entrepreneurs I come across and the ones that are telling you how to grow sort of, you know, a couple of hundred pounds, a couple of hundred dollars every time, you know what I mean? And, and they've got little tricks and, and methods which they're, they're quite happy to share with you without sticking you down a course for a, a thousand pound, if that makes any sense. Um, so yeah it, it's not easy to wade through all that so it's finding the quality advice and then actually executing because there comes a point where you need to stop sort of procrastinating about things and the way you're going to do things and just get out there and do it right and that's a good point you can have the work ethic like an entrepreneur but in reality if you don't if you don't yeah. have the if you don't have the sound advice you don't have the good quality advice yeah you, you, won't, you won't see it yeah you yeah definitely You've got to work, and that's it. You've just got to you've got to work hard with it, and you've got to fit it in whenever you can. Um, especially alongside sort of people, if you're working full time, I understand that people will be sort of um, trying to do online businesses. Maybe they might have come out of a job, which I think would personally be a, a very risky strategy. But some people do take that leap. Um, but I think for me, it's making sure that you've got the time and go into it with your, your eyes open. Don't go in blinkered thinking. All I need to do is run a few Facebook ads um, or do this, and then I'm going to make X amount of money. Right. There's more. There's more behind the actual scope of things. Absolutely, you can you can do all those things, but how you execute is important. And the follow up question I actually had was, what's the challenge like just running in Britain and England and starting off small? Have you seen that location and demographic plays a role into what customers like and don't like? Um. Yeah. A little bit. It's sort of obviously it's harder to interact. It's sometimes a bit harder to interact with um, with people in other countries because you sort of get, you don't get their obviously you're not around their culture. So I find it very very easy to relate to a guy who's the similar age to me and is based somewhere in the UK because I sort of instantly know the kinds of things he's going to like and how to talk. 
And it's figuring out how to instigate conversations in different ways with people from different cultures. So, I mean, there's a really funny example. Last night, I was um, actually talking to a guy uh, in Spain and oh, wow. I sort of popped him a message up and something came back and I had to translate it using Google Translate. Anywho, long story short, sort of went into it, this and that. He sent us a picture of him out trail running and all sorts of, you know, all sort of this stuff. And then um, we got a stage where actually he was just using Google Translate to try and instigate a conversation. Oh, wow. An idea of what my brand was about and what I was trying to do and why I was in touch from the first place. And he's he sort of come away with it with a, like a, with a discount code and he's he's looking at he's looking at different products and things like that. So it, it's amazing how just instigating that conversation, no matter who it's with. Like I could have quite easily thought, oh, I can't be bothered to translate that. But if if he's taking the time to get back to me, I'm going to go out my way to understand what he's saying, and you know what I mean, and make the effort with it. Because you, you never know yeah. when you could, you never know when the customer's going to come to you. I'm not going to lie, right? I started start this off and I sold to. I sold from a country I've never been to to a country I've never been to with my first sale. And that's a good point. You go from country to country knowing that the end user, you may you may not even know how to speak their language or you may not even know yeah. what they're actually looking for. I think being diverse, though, definitely helps the company grow knowing you have international and there's no just single British, British, British or American, American, American. It's everybody, yeah. which is great. Yeah, trying to be as international as possible. I'm sort of I'm looking at my my brand as potentially it, it, it's got global scope because of the the way I'm set up and I'm able to deliver wherever. Then I don't see why I should only aim at certain markets. Obviously, sort of certain products at certain times I will aim at certain markets, but um, generally in terms of countries and borders, I'm 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 very much a sort of trying to aim this this globally. I'm not I'm not sort of putting um putting myself in a box so to speak. Right, right. You, you, you'll have that set time frame. And eventually, when you start building up, you'll get more enhanced goals. Yeah. Right now, you're, you're at the early stage. I got you. Yeah, every, everything's just, I'm trying to look at everything for the long game. So I, I'm not trying to do anything for short-term profit. And I understand that I'm going to have to like leave a lot of money on the table, so to speak, to grow my business. And, and I'm, I'm willing to do that as, as, reasonable, as reasonable a way as possible. That's a good point. I think long-haul game for any developing business or any developing entrepreneurship or any developing anything you do, it's important to keep yeah. the long haul in mind for sure. And I'm glad you mentioned yeah. the long haul. I know you started out recently, but question five, how has the store and your message developed from day one, which has been very recent, I believe, in January to now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I say, I only started in January and, and, and I sort of on before. Uh, I was very much thinking about just moving products and didn't at all think about who would buy the product why why would they buy from us right. so my focus shifted massively into trying to sort of softly sell rather than cold sell if you know what i mean right. so like could be running a load of facebook ads and getting traffic from that but at the end of the day i don't know who these people are and i don't know why they would buy from us whereas if i go out my way to spend i don't know x amount of time having a conversation with people finding out what sort of things they might be interested in and then maybe introduce a product to them or maybe introduce a way that we could go about doing business with them. So I'm a lot more customer focused. And what I'm trying to do is is build my brand by getting more people on board. So interacting with anyone I come across and hopefully I'll build up like a network of sort of representatives and ambassadors. Um, but I'm not talking about sort of, I'm not sort of talking about your like LeBron James and your Mo Farahs of the world. And sort of, even if, um, some guy's got, say, 200 followers. If I think he would promote my brand in the best way, then, of course, I'd be willing to talk to him about maybe sending him some gear 
and, and him giving me a bit of promotion time because I think they might be the right people to grow my business because I'm small now. Right. If, if people are doing their own thing off small now, if I think they're the right fit for my business, then I'll go with them. That's a good point. I think the business plan, who you partner with, it, it doesn't have to be big. And I think that's the great thing about uh, the yeah. online, online world and the big scope of world and partnering with people. Even if you have somebody small who might not have the biggest following, like LeBron or somebody, you pick up somebody who has that potential star and be like a rising star even, and you can sponsor and brand with that. That will, that will, be, yeah. that, that will serve as a purpose for sure in the long run. Yeah, you never, you never know sort of what, what sort of publicity people, people are going to get. You know what I mean? So... You could be, you could have someone that's running. I don't know, say running a, a half marathon for diabetes awareness. You, you don't know where if he's going to be in a, a national news article for whatever reason, and that you might just mention your name because you've helped them out, and just all these things are for the long, long run, as I say, not short term gains. That's it. And so you never know what what opportunities lie ahead, and it's important to keep an open mind. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I just look at sort of the way I got in touch with you guys. I think it was. Um, I think I'd watched a Gary, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, video and I think he'd mentioned Anchor and on the half chance I sort of got into it, really loved it and I think yours was the, probably the first or second station I've come across and I obviously interacted with you guys and then here I am a couple of months down the line and everything's sort of moving along nicely. There you go. There you go. It just takes moments like that to find something to get something and then once you find it and get, here you are. There you go. 100%. That's it. And question series is kind of more of the product and how you've been doing. What is it, What have you been seeing since uh, since January, now almost to April, as the most bought product in your online store? Uh, yeah, uh, some recycling kit um, in the run-up for, for spring is selling quite well. Um, we've got, uh, got right. a brand called X-Tiger on, which in my opinion, quality unbelievable. It's massively underpriced. And they've sort of got the full range from the, um, from the kit to the accessories for cycling as well. Um, so that's been doing really well. Um, and over the last fortnight, I think we brought on a, an essentials range. Um, so it's this, this sort of your, more of your everyday gym slash workout and more sort of fashion items rather than, than sports specific. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's having a lot of interest and doing really well at the moment as well. That's that's pretty cool. Would you say, and just a quick thought, would you say you get more business? I know you've only been in since January, but you say with the weather out there in England, and out there across the world, would you say you start getting more cycling towards the springtime, or do you think it's a mix as right now? Well, definitely, yeah. I wasn't sort of um, there was nothing moving for for cycling at first, um, but definitely is the. I mean, we've just come out of a really bad period of weather, and um, obviously we had the the beast from the east to call it, so we were <laughs> sort of under for like a week. But um, I think the sun's come out for the first time in about two weeks, so people are a bit more ambitious, and they're maybe going for sort of short sleeved uh, cycling gear, hoping that they can get back out on the road bikes. That's it. That's it. Once the nice weather comes out, everyone needs their gear, gets their helmet, gets their spandex and whatnot, and they, they head out and it's like, it's great. Yeah. So question seven, what is your favorite sport? More of a fun question here. What is your favorite sport personally? Uh, yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm a massive football fan or soccer, as you guys call it. Um, right. Being from the northeast of England, uh, I'm from uh, near Newcastle, um, so my only team that I could possibly support would be Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, though, I do watch a lot of uh, I watch a lot of basketball. I'm I'm very into my NBA. Um, when I first right. started watching that, the Warriors were, were like obviously they're still still pretty good now, but they were they were unbelievable the first season I watched them. Um, but I really like the the look of Philly's team this year, and I love what they're doing and the sort of uh, trust the process sort of approach. It sort of it mirrors a lot of things that I'm trying to do with my business. Um, but alongside that, I like, I like watching the UFC as well. I got into that about sort of five, six, seven years ago. 
a uh, few fighters I really like on there, like Jorge Masvidal and Donald Cerrone, just people that sort of would fight anyone and really like to put it on the line. So they're my sort of big three sports and the ones I spend a lot of time watching at the moment. Absolutely, those are great sports. I, I, I watched a little, uh, actually I watched all three, but definitely basketball and uh, soccer, especially with the World Cup coming up. That's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I think those sports all have something in common. And now another fun question, speaking of sports and athletes, and then we actually just kind of brought this up as a foreshadow. If you could sponsor one athlete in a dream world or partner with any athlete, who would it be and why? Yeah, yeah. The thing for me is I'm um, I'm all for sort of sports being promoted and developed better uh, and more equal. So I'd be very much up for sort of more women ambassadors in sport in general. Right. Um, on that basis too, that was like really stand out for me or uh, Serena Williams and uh, Jessica Ennis Hill. I'm not sure if you heard of her. She's a British uh, heptathlete who uh, oh, no, was no, very successful. Yeah. Um, and just the, the way that they conduct themselves in sort of interviews with such sort of grace and eloquence. And then when you see them perform, they've got such power and like determination and a will to win. I just think they'd be sort of the sort of mirror, hopefully the, the sort of traits that I'm trying to put across. And I think also something I've got like, since they've both become mothers as well, it's sort of, uh, struck a chord with me because I've got an 18 month old son uh, at home and I've got another one I've got another one on the way in June so it's sort of the fact that they were able to do that in and around pregnancy is just absolutely phenomenal and I just think they're absolutely fantastic ambassadors for, for women's sport in general Oh absolutely, I think Serena Williams especially in America definitely I mean yeah. she won those Grand Slam titles, almost won the, the four, four in a row Incredible. Uh, absolutely and then she had uh because she had her baby, and everyone thought, oh, what happened? But once she got back, hasn't lost her little steps, still hasn't, still gets things done. I think it's important to keep empowering women's sports because it's sometimes not recognized for what happens in, in the world oh, of sports. She still got it. Like, and it, Obviously, I haven't seen my wife go through pregnancy and obviously being in labor for the second and being pregnant for the second time. Yeah, and see what strain that puts on the body and all the rest of it, and not just – not just the body, but then your physical health, but your mental health as well. And just how hard it must be, especially with a job like that, when you're touring the world and, and just having to remain that focus to stay at your best. It's just uh, phenomenal how they can do it. Absolutely. It's, it's crazy how they do it for sure. And I have much respect to, to those who carry babies and those who uh, perform at their best, even when times get tough. That's what separates the champions for sure. Yeah, certainly. And question nine, this is a great question to more of the start-out business world, or even you can do young athlete even. Question that: what is one piece of advice you would give to those who want to start in the online business world, or since you're the PE teacher, or, or who want to be an athlete in the future? I think it, it, it's trying to do the right thing all the time and, and sort of play the long game in everything you do. So right. don't try and look for the quick fix is – Try and do everything the right way and trust in the fact that your sort of rewards will come. So if, you, if you're always going through the right processes and you're trying to be consistent, I think that's the best way to be successful. There's so many people in this is in sports, in life, in business, in nearly everything you see. People are get quite materialistic and, and everyone's a little bit more, more, more all the time. Right. And that scares me a little bit because I think we're coming away from some of the humanity. So obviously, and it's funny because like echoes with me with social media, I'd love to get your perspective on this, but the whole 
idea that it is social media and it's meant to be a social network. There's just so much non-socialness on it. It's <laughs> right. Crazy. So much hate can be spread via it. And people that would quite happily type something into a box and put it out there for the world, whereas you know they'd never stand in a street and say those things. It's you know what I mean? So it's it's doing things the right way all the time for me would be my key message. Do the right thing all the time. I think that's a great point. Not just do the right thing with your friends, but all the time. And social media, and I'll, I'll give you my take on that just real quick. I think yeah. with social media, we have to realize that you're going to get millions of people on there, whether they be hate or they're just looking for something, looking for your attention, whatever the case yeah. may be. It's still an environment where you still want to present yourself in a presentable way. It's presentable yeah. media. I, I look at it that way. If you present yourself in a funny way, happy way, free-spirited, you'll get that same yeah. respect. But if you if you troll people, if you start asking for something or getting favors that you get those weird comments and say, well, come check out this, then at that point, you're really not doing anything. So sticking to yourself, do the right thing, keep trusting that process. As the Sixers like to say, that's a great That's a great uh, point. Because eventually... I like it. Yeah, especially once you trust that process, then you really can start moving ahead. And I, I think you, you brought it up point, Rich, to just keep doing the right thing. That's important for sure. All right, and question 10, uh, kind of go with the business side and your goals. What is your goals in the next five years, whether it be personally staying fit, your fit hut business, or anything you want to share with the nation? Uh, yeah, so my, my main priority and the number one is to, to try and try, still keep being a good husband and being a good father. And just it's my like number one priority. Um, and that is like at the sort of epicenter of I'm trying to do. It's, it's part of the reason I'm trying to grow the business. Um, in terms of business side of things, it's just continue to steadily grow. I haven't set myself any massive milestones. I'm not going to say I want to make X amount of, of pounds by the, the end of this year. Um, I will start setting those sort of smaller goals, but I just want to grow the business in the right As I've just, I've keep sort of going back the same thing and just making sure that I am doing everything the right way and, and become more consistent. Um, not be consistent, but to like find my consistency and right. make sure everything's done the right way regularly. Because uh, it's easy to do things the right way for three days, and know it's the right process, and then you sort of come away from it, and then you forget why you did it, and you have to go back to it. But it's it's being sort of relentless. Um, and my final final goal for one of the goals for the business, I actually want to link it to a charity, and it's a thought I sort of had when I first started out. But obviously, I'm still trying to grow the business to a point where it's going to make any money in the first place. Uh, but I right. think I want to link to like a, a homeless charity um, and, and give a small percentage of, of what I, of what the business makes um, and be a bit more like and, and just add to the real like social responsibility of the business. Um, it's quite important for me. It's a good point. I like how you said you're still keeping to your family ties, which we talked about. All circled back there. Minor fitness yeah. goals with your health. It's important to stay mentally and physically sharp, of course. And I liked how you said partner with charity, giving back to society with the business. And nothing and nothing too major goals. You just want to keep doing your thing. Don't want to really worry about the money or the the the, the quantity. You don't want to worry about the quantity. More focus on the quality. Focus on the good things that keep you rich. Yeah. And that's good. I'm glad you do that. Just do the right way. Trust that process you've always been embedded with. It's great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, as I say, just keep doing the right thing and just sort of grind away, keep working on it, keep getting better. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Absolutely. Persistence and keep honing in on your craft and you can't go wrong with those two things for sure. And our final question is uh, for a fun one again. 
what is one thing you like to tell the Anchor Nation that they may not know about you? And it could be a fun fact. Well, I'm not sure about a fun fact. I was, I was trying to wrap my brains on something a bit unique, but um, it's, it's just the sort of the way I'm trying to go about things. I'm, I'm obviously quite a busy guy, as you probably has come across in this interview. I'm spinning plenty of plates, but just to let people out there know that I, I, I'm genuinely interested in trying to help people to to get to where they be. It's sort of the nature of what I'm doing with my my job. Um, so if just if anyone wants to to be in touch, um, if I can bring them any value at all, or they're interested in how I'm going about things, or anything I'm using in social media wise, or anything like that, I just want to take the opportunity now to sort of let people know that they can get in touch with me um, by Instagram, or it's probably the best way to get me, or any other medium to try and. Um, to try and get in touch and hopefully I can help people grow. That's a great point. I'm glad and that's actually a perfect segue into the final part about DM your social media. But yeah, absolutely. That's important just to help people and help them grow. You're in the profession of, you know, little kids or kids trying to be somewhere as a gym teacher, much respect yeah. because those, those guys and girls who teach, they have to realize that these kids are wild and bucks is ready to go. But sometimes you have those real talks and realize that things can happen throughout the course of the day in a lifetime. I appreciate that, man, for sure. Yeah, of course. Thank you very much. Yeah, just uh, thank you for taking the time to get me on. It's been been a good experience. Absolutely. Really enjoyed it. Absolutely, Rich. Before you go, would you like to DM your any more social medias or just your full Instagram so people can find you? Um, yeah, so it's it's at the Fit Hut, but the Fit Hut um, split up by those underscores. So at the underscore Fit underscore Hut is the best way to get me on Instagram. Um, I would recommend that as, as first point of contact. Uh, also, just to let you know, I've, I've sorted you out a, a little discount code for you and your listeners as well. So if you use discount code Anchor Nation on checkout, you can get 20% off all purchases. And there's free shipping's a standard on everything on there. And that's on www.thefithut.com. Uh, and also, I've also got an Anchor Nation, uh, sorry, an Anchor, Nation uh, an Anchor Station as well, which people can check out as well, uh, called The Fit Hut. So I've just started doing a bit more content on there again. I did take a little bit of a break, but I'm back on it now. So if people want to try and find me on there and um, engage in that way, fantastic. Awesome, Rich. Thank you again. Thank you for coming on short notice. I appreciate that. Thank you, everybody out there in Anchorland. And remember, I'll give you the discount code before you can buy stuff at Rich's Fit Hut. Rich, it's been a pleasure, my man. Thank you. Not a problem. Thank you so much. Hi, Anchor Nation. This is Kevin Touch of Anchor Nation Community Radio, and I'd like to say thank you for listening to the Anchor Nation podcast. If you'd like to book an interview or DM me on Instagram, follow me at the Anchor Nation. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, it is also under the Anchor Nation. Thank you for listening and enjoy.